What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays, the Small Business Saturdays podcast, with your host and my husband, and my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, joining me here today. It's Saturday morning, as usual, Small Business Saturday. I'm uh, pretty darn excited about today. Uh, I don't know uh, if... Those of you that don't know, I live in the uh, St. Louis metro area here, and, and the gentleman that's going to be joining me does as well. But uh, we had a big snowstorm yesterday, so uh, my studio is about uh, a couple miles away from my house. I was a little nervous about making it here, but uh, made it no problem. So uh, streets are rough, but uh, still passable. But uh, looking forward to getting back home and uh, building a snowman with my son, who you heard there on the intro, and uh, and my wife. So uh, let's dive into this here today, guys. I am excited to welcome in a guest that uh, I, I met not too long ago, and I, I'm really excited to talk to him because this also, not only do I think this is going to be great for you guys, but I think this is going to be great for me too. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Dan Vincent in here. Dan, uh, just a second. We're getting him up in there we go dan good morning how are you good morning i'm doing great i'm i'm still in the comforts of my own home but uh <laughs> but yeah excited to join the snow enjoy the snow later today awesome awesome great yeah so dan is with uh Kaleo coaching is it, uh, am i pronouncing that correctly yeah that's right okay great and uh we're going to talk all about finding your strengths and some other things like that here this morning but uh welcome a couple of folks in rich good morning thank you for joining us here this morning and um real I, I want to make sure that everybody that's listening, we want to get your comments. I, I want to ask Dan the questions that you want to know about. So make sure that uh, you're at facebook.com slash info if you're watching this. So um, for some reason, Facebook doesn't like to uh, show comments on these third-party apps like I'm using here with BeLive.TV. So <laughs> I'll only see those comments and, and post them up there and, and ask Dan those questions if you're directly from my Facebook page there at facebook.com slash AaronMontgomery.info, uh, like Rich there this morning. So good morning, everybody. But Dan, let's dive into this here. Um, and, and I want to get through a lot of information and I don't want to keep you all day here. So tell us first what being a strength coach means to you kind of and, and how did you get involved with it? Maybe just give us your origin story here. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So a strengths coach is someone who specializes in using Gallup's Clifton Strengths Assessment. It's it's also known as Strengths Finder. It might be a way people have heard about it. Um, and they use this assessment in order to guide a person in understanding their natural talents to develop and apply them in all aspects of their life. Um, so I my story really is kind of why I'm here as a strengths coach because I once found myself in an entry-level cubicle job that I did not anticipate having. And it led me to redefine what I believed uh, to be my calling. Uh, Don Clifton, he's the, the man who created this StrengthsFinder assessment. He once said that when you discover your talents, you begin to discover your calling. And when you develop those talents into strengths and you apply those strengths, uh, you fulfill your calling. Now, for me, I had been chasing a title because I really believed that was my call in life, but I realized that chasing that title became more like a set of shackles for me. 
it never occurred in the way that I thought it should occur. And uh, I came to realize that my calling in life had so much more to do with the talents that I have to offer and less to do with a title, a job that I may or may not have. And so taking this assessment five years ago, uh, I received solid coaching throughout that process and uh, choosing to remain content in the company I was working with. Um, I began to navigate different opportunities that matched my strengths, began applying this strengths-based concept, and it grew this passion inside of me to want to be able to coach others to do the same. Awesome. Okay. Well, that, that sounds fantastic. I, I know when you and I first started talking, you would, you would mention Gallup and I went, wait a second, what is that? Yeah. And so that is the same company that does all the research, right? That yeah. like a lot of news sources and things like that, they yeah. reference, you know, the Gallup poll. Yeah. Um, common in po uh, presidential pollings and, and uh, really they do uh, all human behavior, research around all human behavior. Human behavior is, is, is it's like an economy. So it, it has indicators, it has patterns. And so they do a lot of research around all areas of life. Um, and so uh, we most commonly hear around like political pollings and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But obviously the, you know, this is backed by people that have done the research, taken the time. And, and uh, so it's not all just kind of random. This is uh, that's right. scientifically yeah. based. So that's what really excites me about it too, to be able to put your finger on it. So yes. Um, couple just uh, Todd is brave the blizzard he's north of us there in Illinois to make it to the shop today to, to watch so thanks for joining us today Todd appreciate that and Teresa said good morning Aaron and Dan so uh, good morning Teresa so um, again guys uh, we want to hear your comments we want to hear your questions you know I've got some things that uh, I plan to extract from Dan here but uh, you guys are uh, are welcome to but post your comments on at any point. So, um, all right, Dan, well, let me get to one of my questions here. So I, I want to know when you went through this for the first time yourself, before you kind of became a strength coach, how did it change things for you? What, what did that kind of light bulbs did that make uh, go off for you? Yeah. And I'll go back to that word calling. Uh, it really led me to shift my understanding and, and kind of relearn um, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing in this life. Um, I realized I could fulfill my calling in a variety of work environments. Um, we like to use this term a lot uh, in terms of what we might want to do as a job or, or what we might want to do as, uh, you know, a volunteer experience or something yeah. like that. But um, what I realized was that it has much more about me and less to do, to do with, with that job or that opportunity. Uh, in other words, your strengths reflect your calling. It, it reflects the good work that you're designed to provide your community. And those opportunities like your vocation or a volunteer experience, that's simply how you choose to work that out. Yeah. Um, so I spent more than seven years in a corporate environment. Uh, prior to that, I spent several years in ministry, including overseas as a missionary uh, in, in Brazil. And then most recently, I've been spending two years directing a nonprofit organization that that supports um, organizations working in Haiti that are serving the extreme poor throughout throughout Haiti. And so across all of those variety of environments, I've I've learned how to apply my strengths and, and work out that calling um, across all of those opportunities. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that that's. I think really, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit before when we had a chance to meet, you know, that's really what's interesting to me too, is that it's not necessarily about the the different things. It's about kind of 
being able to provide back to your community. So for, for example, for a small business person, you know, you understand what your strengths are. Now you can go ahead, put that into your business and provide better services, better, you know, garments for the folks watching that are t-shirt people, you know, those kinds of things. And you're focused on your strengths. So we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go through this here, Dan. But um, so with the coaching that you do, what are some things that stick out to you as the benefits your your clients have have seen from going through this process with you? Yeah, yeah. So I've been working with organizations and individuals alike in the last year, and um, one of the things that I love talking to organizations specifically is is to help them to understand that strengths is a legitimate business strategy. And of the few organizations that I've been coaching, um, one example. Uh, is a local chiropractor's office I've been working with. Mm-hmm. And it has beyond increased the, the awareness of each other's strengths. So it's it's more than just talking about this theory of, oh, we get each other's personalities. I think a lot of us have taken those assessments where we sit back and be like, oh yeah, that's neat. That makes sense. Uh, moving along now. Yeah. Um, but they're using this tool and, and through kind of the coaching program I'm leading them through, they're strategically placing each other in positions to succeed, um, which helps the overall business. Uh, you know, Gallup, uh, among all their polling that we just referenced that they do, yeah. uh, they, they have an employee engagement survey. And one of the questions on the survey, um, it, it, it's actually a statement and it's, it's really just like a true false thing. But it states at work, I have the chance to do what I do best every day. And unfortunately, few people that take that assessment actually agree with that statement, that they have the opportunity to do what they best every day. But the teams that are focusing on strengths and they're intentionally positioning their people to be able to answer positively to that question, uh, they, are, they are outperforming teams that don't focus on strengths. So they're seeing, according to Gallup's research, Uh, Those strengths-based teams, they're seeing uh, 12% greater productivity in their employees, and they're seeing almost 9% greater profitability. So there is definitely a legitimate business case to becoming uh, what what we'd call strengths-based. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really interesting. And um, for those of you that are are tuning in and watching, uh, let me know in the comments if you guys have employees, because you told me a story, Dan, that I'd love for you to share with, with the folks here. Um, around the chiropractor's office and how it helps with employees and putting them in the right places. You know, you referenced that employees, you know, don't always feel like they're put in the best spot to do their best work. Um, So maybe if you could kind of elaborate on that and tell that story that you told me, I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, sure. So let me back up and just make sure we're understanding when we're saying strengths. Yeah. Essentially what this, uh, essentially the, the foundation of this uh, assessment and this model is that we all have talent yeah. and talent is simply a pattern of thinking, feeling, and behaving. So it, it's less of a categorization of people and it's more of a, a new language to really understand why people tick the way they do. Yeah. What's your motivation for being naturally observant and looking for patterns? Uh, why do you prefer to be structured? Um, why somebody is just naturally good at making new connections with new people, things of that nature. And so uh, this chiropractor's office, that as they've uncovered their natural talents, they begin to identify uh, the different motivations that they have and, and why some people are better at little tasks than other people. 
And so the, the, the person who's handling the scheduling, they'll do it at the beginning of the week. And she said, now that she understands the way that the employees in the office are, are, are performing and specifically the way that they're performing, they have, she understands that motivation and, and the, their inclinations She's positioning them in the office based on their flow of clients. And so they can predict when they're going to have a higher, uh, higher visits on specific days. And so she'll position her people based on, uh, based on their ability to make connections with clients, based on their ability to empathize and, and relate with a new client story or, or do things like paperwork and be able to sit and just focus on specific tasks. So she's literally scheduling the, her their employees based on their strengths, wow. and they're seeing uh, they're seeing incredible efficiency and growth, not just in the amount of clients that they're seeing per week, but their ability to handle higher amounts of clients. It's almost going unnoticed because uh, the numbers they gave me, they said it, we used to feel kind of chaotic seeing seventy clients a week. Now we're seeing more than one hundred and twenty a week, and it feels no different than seeing seventy a week. Wow. And so they're seeing that kind of smoothness in their operation. Um, and they're really pointing it back to because we're positioning each other to be able to uh, work out of their strengths every day. Huh. That, that's, that's incredible. I mean, you think about that in that mindset shift of, yeah, let's put people in the right places to do yeah. the right things when we know, I mean, as business owners, folks, you guys know the ebbs and flows of your business, you know? So if somebody does better at this, why not put them in that spot in your business? That's a, that's a really interesting uh, yeah. way to go about, like you said, you know, a legitimate business strategy uh, in, in a way. So, yeah. so speaking of that, Dan, I, I guess maybe take us a little bit further into, you know, how does that change the narrative? I, I know I've heard a lot of times, I've probably even said a lot of times myself, you know, let's focus on fixing our weaknesses and, and knowing yeah. what those are and, and improving ourselves by improving our weaknesses. But I think you've got maybe a little different theory to that. Yeah. And in, um, in, in one of the strengths that I have in, in my top five uh, list of strengths is it's called context. And so uh, it means that I really, uh, it more, it means more than just that I appreciate history, but it means that I really look to the past in order to help me uh, make decisions for the future and understand the present. And, and so I have this natural kind of pull to looking at history and looking at the way things had happened in the past. And, um, and if you study anything about psychology, uh, you know that uh, th that is really a, a focus historically on, on negative things and fixing weaknesses. Yeah. And uh, going back to Don Clifton, uh, the man uh, who, who's a psychologist, he was a World War II veteran, uh, he created this assessment. He, he wondered what would happen if we focused on what is right with people instead of focusing on what's wrong with people. And this is to say that instead of spending time to improve these weaknesses, uh, we should instead invest that time to developing natural talents into strengths. And so he began to research this. He began to research not just the behaviors of people, but what would happen if we started to be strategic about uh, focusing on what's right. So if my, if my daughter brings home mostly A's and maybe a C, instead of hammering her for that C, um, helping her to manage that and to try to improve as much as she can or, or manage that as much as she can so it doesn't get any worse, but really saying, okay, we see that you're excelling in these other areas. So let's manage what we can 
but let's really invest most of our time into continuing to develop those ways that you excel. Uh, and the research shows that everything changes when this happens, both from a team perspective um, as well as an organizational perspective. And so a couple of key metrics, if you look up Gallup or StrengthsFinder, a couple of key metrics you'll probably find uh, that they like to publish in order to illustrate the power of working from strengths is that the people that do so, they're three times as likely to report as having an excellent quality of life, and they're six times as likely to be engaged in their jobs. Wow. And employee engagement is a big metric um, nowadays and in recent years because uh, their, their most recent studies show that only about 30 to 33 percent of, of employees are actually engaged in their job. So almost 70 percent of people are not engaged in the work that they're doing. And uh, that can be anything from just being apathetic, punching in the clock to as destructive as creating a negative environment or actively job hunting while they're on the, on the job. Yeah. Um, and so there's a, there's some big metrics that state that when people are working from their strengths, it really impacts their entire life, not just their work life. Wow. Cool. Wow. That's really, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a great way to kind of reframe things. And, um, I want to add a question here that we had from one of the listeners, Ron had asked, uh, do you change job descriptions to match employee strengths? Uh, yeah, you could. Yeah. If you have a job that really is something, uh, and I'll use this as an example, something that's really requiring um, a lot of like highly analytical talent. If, mm -hmm. if you're wanting somebody to interpret big data, for example, um, you definitely could include that verbiage in that. We're looking for someone who naturally observes patterns, who is really good at being able to observe a pattern and then tell that story to people who don't understand big data. Um, so yeah, I think it, it would absolutely be helpful, not only because it'll help you uh, identify the right people for that job, because people that don't naturally observe uh, data, uh, patterns in big data, yeah. if they read that, they're gonna be like, oh, that's not for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could absolutely start to use verbiage especially verbiage learned from StrengthsFinder in order to kind of craft a job description based on the the skills that are needed. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you, you know, it's from talking to you, it sounds like too, you, you know, even if you've got somebody in a job, that if you, maybe not changing their job specifically, but change their job description and make them feel, you know, because then they're coming to do their job that's X. And now if you change their job description slightly to match their strengths better, I think they're going to want to come to work and go, yes, I am doing what I am strong at yeah. and, and get some satisfaction out of that. So, yeah, um, you're right. That could be a small, it could be a baby step in that positive direction of saying, Hey, we're really trying to focus on you and make sure that uh, you're, you're doing what you do best. So yeah, I think you, I think you're right. Yeah, that like you like you said, the research shows that employee engagement is such an important metric, and and I think for small businesses, you know, you you're you can be in a place where you don't you can't compete with the big guys because you don't have the benefits that you know this that or the other thing. Mm -hmm. But you know what, you can have the happiest employees ever that will run through a brick wall for you if they feel engaged and and part of yeah uh, your your you know that you're focusing on their strengths and what they do best. So yeah. Um, good stuff there. Okay, Dan, I, I want to, I, I know you briefly mentioned at the start that what you uh, do, you know, I don't know when you have your actually sleep, because it sounds like you've got your fingers <laughs> in a lot of things. But uh, um, people that don't know this, you're, you're the director of a pretty 
awesome organization called Kids Against Hunger. Can maybe just tell us a little bit about that, but I also want you to share with us kind of how your strength coaching and your abilities there has uh, kind of impacted that uh, part of your life. Yeah, yeah. So Kids Against Hunger is an organization that facilitates food packing events. And so volunteers come around assembly lines and they package this uh, food that's designed for people that are malnourished. So it's scooping rice and soy and uh, vitamin mix and dehydrated vegetables in the bag. And, and it's a great family friendly event um, uh, that allows people to come together and really get their hands involved in, in a story bigger than themselves. And so we do events all over the St. Louis area. We do a couple out, you know, we do one in Jeff City uh, and uh, we've gone out of out of the metro area for a few events in the year. But mostly we're in schools and churches and businesses in the St. Louis area. And um, we packaged last year over 644,000 meals. And we take all of that food and we go to Haiti with it. And uh, our the story of our organization is in is in Haiti and we partner with organizations down there that are using the food to um, employ Haitians up in the Northwest with work for food programs. Um, it provides school lunches to orphanages. Um, school lunch in Haiti is not kind of a normal, normal thing like it would be here. So that's a really gives them a really dynamic opportunity to serve community and gives parent to, parents a really high incentive to make sure their kids get to school if they know that they're going to be fed while they're there. So we're involved in a lot of different works. And um, whenever I go, um, so my top five strengths, I probably should have started off with this. Um, if people might not be familiar with this, are analytical, uh, discipline, harmony, which means I, you know, I, I like to bring peace. I like to resolve conflict. Um, I, I don't want to rock the boat just for the sake of uh, rocking the boat. Um, consistency. I prefer every everybody to really be treated the same and and uh, kind of this this format of of rules and regulations should apply evenly across the board, yeah. and then context that I, that I already referenced. So um, that might not mean a ton to you right now if you're just being introduced to Strengths Finder, but essentially I, I I like structure and I like preparedness and and I don't prefer chaos. Um, so I don't know why I chose to work in Haiti because <laughs> because all your plans go to pot. Uh, <laughs> nothing but spontaneity required. So, um, but whenever we go down um, to Haiti, the cool thing about our organization is we we actually follow the food. So we package the food at our events. It's thirty cents per meal, and that helps us be able to ship it. And then I follow the food and, and deliver it to our partnering organizations personally. And we bring volunteers with us that want to actually help distribute the food. It's it's really really awesome. But it's a very a highly logistical trip. It takes a lot of planning um, and, and it take you know, you're dealing with customs and you've got to get rental trucks and you, you've got to move food from one truck to another. You got to drive on, on kind of rough terrain. And so it's usually scheduled and, and uh, very planned out as best as possible for yes. safety and for efficiency, things of that nature. My wife joined us last year and one of her strengths that she leads very strongly with is empathy. Uh, which means she really uh, is, she feels um, the, the, the atmosphere in the room around her. So if somebody's upset, she's really going to pick up on that before someone like me would. Um, she loves celebrating with people. She loves hurting with people. Um, so she leads through feelings. And she had mentioned to me, uh, she said, so we stop at this orphanage that we support. And how much time are we going to be able to spend there? And I said, oh, we usually spend 30, 45 minutes. 
we hear some stories, we pass off the food, uh, and then off we go. And and she kind of stopped me and she said, I'm going to need to spend more time in there. I can't just have this, uh, you know, transactional experience of dropping food off. Um, and so it, it kind of created this awareness in me that, you know what, she's right. Uh, she's bringing a, a new strength to the team that none of us are really high in, yeah. um, not because we are have hearts of stone, but <laughs> no. it's just... It's just empathy is not, we don't really lead strongly with that. And yeah. so some of you out there who are like me, you're probably nodding your head like I totally get it. <laughs> um, uh, so I kind of, I talked to the team. I said, hey, my wife's coming. Um, she really needs to be able to feel with some of the people that we're going to meet, including children that have come from really challenging circumstances. And so I set the expectation that we're going to be spending more time at places so we can have time to, if nothing else, just hold kids and, and love on them because uh, that's important for us to be able to do as well. It's not an excuse for us to not do that, but we're going to follow my wife's lead because she does it so naturally. Yeah. And I think that's a great point because a lot of people... Uh, a lot of people, whenever they hear about stuff like assessments, they they tend to say, "Ah, oh, that's just something that people can use as a crutch so they don't have to do certain things. Yeah. And I don't think it's that way at all. I think I think it's the awareness and understanding of why people don't naturally do certain things. And if they need help, then they lean on a teammate or a partner or a coworker that does it better, more naturally. Um, and they lean into their leadership and follow their lead into that uh, whatever talent is required. And in this story's case, it was empathy. It doesn't mean I can't be empathetic. Um, it just it looks differently whenever I am empathetic. And yeah. so we chose to submit to my wife's strength and follow her lead. And uh, it created an awesome experience because yeah. it was something that would not have happened had it not been for the a team member's high empathy in that scenario. Nice. Yes. That, that's a, that's one of my, one of my favorite stories, Dan, that, that you've yeah. told. And I, and I really identify with that too. I'm probably closer to you and I'm looking forward to finding out exactly what I am, but uh, my guess is, is I'm probably closer to you where my wife would be similar to your wife in the empathy department. So, yeah. um, but to be able to kind of mindfully think about those things, it, you know, again, improves your life, could potentially improve your business in a certain area. I mean, there's all these positive benefits that go into understanding these things. So yeah. um, that's why I'm so excited to talk about this today. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about your your company here for a second and your, uh, your strengths. Uh, and I'm going to put the website up here on the bottom here and uh, show that for everybody to check out. But uh, give us some ideas about the services you provide within within this and and, and how maybe, uh, you know, kind of what the next steps are? Yeah, absolutely. So I created Kaleo Coaching uh, because I'm passionate about building people up to the good work that they're called to throughout their community. And so I'm working with organizations and individuals to help them uncover their talent using the Clifton Strengths Assessment, develop a plan to invest in those talents so they really become true strengths and then aim them towards their goals. Um, so intentional decision-making is key for me because a lot of people um, are, are either just kind of falling into scenarios or especially younger people, not quite sure how to handle college or what should I study? What should my career be? And so, um, 
I'm excited to help people using uh, using coaching and using the Clifton Strengths Assessment. So you can go to Kaleo Coaching website that he's uh, got up here. Uh, if you select services, you can see that you can work with me to receive a code to take that Clifton Strengths Assessment, um, uh, and as well as receive a coaching session with me. And you'll see two options there. One for um, it's a it's $30 lower in, in price because it gives you just the top five strengths of, of 34 possible. Or you can take the assessment and uncover the full 34 in order. So you can really understand, hey, what are those talents that are in the bottom um, so that you can manage it? And remember, not so that you can, you know, un, in an unhealthy way, focus on them to try to make them stronger, but so you can know what to manage around um, uh, when it comes to what those lesser talents would be. Uh, and know what to focus on uh, with those uh, top five, 10 uh, talents that would come up in your results. So when you schedule a coaching session with, with me, uh, or actually if you, when you schedule one with a, a Gallup employee, it can cost about a $195, I believe is, is the rate, uh, depending on the assessment. Though, if you go to my website, you can receive that same coaching session with me for 120 or 150 respectively, depending on what, what uh, if you want the top five or the full 34. Or if you're a manager or you're looking for someone, um, if you're looking to empower your team uh, and move them from really a good team to a great team, uh, I have dynamic evidence-based workshops to help you um, kind of create your organization and, and help them become strengths-based. So those are some of the things that I'm doing now and some of the things that you can uh, look at and reach out to me through the website. Hi, I'm Kyleen. And you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Dan. Hey. <laughs> okay. Lost, I don't know what happened. Lost internet here at the... Uh, at the office. So uh, anyhow, I'm back. I'm sorry. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Cool. Well, I caught a little bit of the uh, the end of that. I'm, I, I know everybody else caught it because I was also kind of catching it through my phone. So again, get over to Dan's website there. I appreciate you sharing some stuff there, but uh, not everyone. Okay. Did everyone leave? No, I, I, I'm got some comments here. Uh, did everyone leave? Not everyone. Okay, good. We're st we're still here. I think everybody's still here. Um, so Dan, the last kind of question I wanted to ask, and, and again, yeah. those of you that stuck through my technical difficulties there, if you guys have some questions for Dan, please feel free to uh, post them in there now. But uh, I guess point us towards one thing that people can maybe do today, um, yeah. just in, in thinking about their strengths. Obviously, the biggest thing they can do is come over to your website and get signed with there. And I'm going to talk about that more in just a second, but, but give us one little thing that maybe we can start thinking about today. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I get, if you're new to strengths finder, then I probably made some statements like analytical and context that you're not quite understanding. And so a lot of the language can be, can be really new. Um, so I would encourage you to consider um, five clues to talent. If, if you've never really considered or you, you can't really define, hey, I don't really know what I'm talented at. Um, one of the five clues to talent is yearning. Uh, well, actually, let me run through the, the five. Yearning, yeah. satisfaction, rapid learning, glimpses of excellence, and uh, 
what one psychologist calls flow. And so basically yearning is, is basically answering the question, what do you know that you can do well, but you haven't yet done? Or if you had an entire week to just clear your calendar and do, do something, what would you spend your time doing? So it kind of, that natural draw, what, what naturally draws you in terms of activities and things of that nature? Satisfaction. Uh, that's really something that you do. And then you think to yourself, man, I cannot wait until I do that again. Um, rapid learning. That's a clue that really deals with how we're wired to learn things that you just pick up on. And it might be something that you just pick up on. You can perform. And then when someone says, hey, how did you do that? You, you're like, I don't really know. I just did it. So those things that you're just naturally able to pick up on, all of these are clues to talent. Uh, glimpses of excellence. Um, so that's those, that's those moments where you just succeed. You're just successful in things. Um, and this is a good one for people outside of you, people that know you well, that might be able to look at how they experience you and be able to affirm something. So that might be a, a good question for a spouse or, or a close friend to say, Hey, when have you seen me actually, um, just excelling at something, a task or a project? Uh, and then that uh, that last one, flow, um, that's really where you're performing an activity, you're doing something, and just time just seems to go away uh, it, because you're just so focused on it. Um, so those are five clues. If you go to coaching.gallup.com, you can find a really cool article that that talks about those five clues of talent. So if you're new to this whole concept, those are some tips to just kind of think through like, yeah, what what am I good at? And it might help you kind of uncover some natural talents. Though, Aaron, you're right. The best way is uh, jump on the website, my website, kaleocoaching.com. Reach out to me for one of those uh, codes to take the assessment because uh, that's that's probably the clearest thing you can do. It will really help you become engaged with this language, help you clarify uh, the natural talents you have to offer. And, uh, and then it, working with me as a coach, it can be powerful because it can really help you understand and develop, make a plan to develop those talents to becoming strengths and really aiming them at either your business um, or uh, possibly if you have a, a teenager or someone who's about to enter school, it can really help clarify the direction they might want to go based on uh, what's naturally uh, drawing them and what kind of natural talents that they have. So um, taking that assessment can definitely be life changing. Nice, nice. Yeah. And that's really what I wanted to talk about, too. You, you kind of briefly touched on it there. But I mean, the thing I'm most excited about after getting a chance to to understand this a little bit more is, you know, we could probably go out and find different little random free tests on online, you know, for for silly things. And, and I've found that and I've done that and I've given my employees those things and things yeah. like that. But but I think, you know, obviously getting to be part of this this Gallup certification situation strengths finder um obviously is one real big bonus but i think the the thing that really excites me is, is that opportunity to have somebody that really understands it like you help me through you know okay now i know what my strengths are you know from one through i think you said 34 correct that's right and you know, so now what do i do with that you know, and, and right. I think that's where the real value comes in. And, and that's why, you know, kind of working with somebody like yourself um, would be fantastic for folks. So just get over to your website there and, and uh, pick that out. Um, Ron asks, where did Kaleo come from? Yeah, it's great. 
And there might be some out there who who know Greek better than me who might be saying, ah, it's pronounced Kaleo, and I've heard it pronounced <laughs> okay. that way. But uh, that's a word that's really uh, meaningful to me because it is a Greek word that means to to be called out or to be invited into something. And so, again, a lot of my story had to do with relearning what I believe to be calling and uh, my calling in life and, and relearning to understand that to be more about me than about a title um, that I might or might not have. Um, and so I decided to uh, name the coaching business Kaleo Coaching because I'm really wanting to build people up to the good work that they're called to uh, and uh, and use that as kind of the foundational uh, purpose for why Kaleo Coaching exists. Nice. Okay. Perfect. Well, I love that story. And Dan, thank you so much for your time today. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, working with you here soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, Dan. All right, guys. Well, that was fantastic. Dan uh, gave us such a great amount of information there and, and lots to kind of think about, lots to kind of consume. And like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm going to take the assessment, go through the coaching with, with Dan here soon, very soon. And uh, so I will keep uh, reporting back to you guys on, on what I found. And um, yeah, so if anybody has any thoughts about what you think my strengths are, go ahead and throw them out there. Let's see if we're right. And <laughs> again, I, I'm not real sure. I have some gut uh, hunches as to what I think. And and uh, so I'm really looking forward to this. But uh, all right, everybody. Well, we've uh, come to the close of another Small Business Saturday. And, and uh, again, I very much appreciate Dan's time here. Uh, I want to go ahead and pop up my website there for you to, to uh, get on over to AaronMontgomery.info and and check out any information there or go back. Um, I mentioned last week that uh, I'm in the process of turning these weekly videos into a podcast series as well. So you can go back and listen to those, but uh, still in the works a little bit. So more info on that coming soon. Um, I do want to remind everybody that uh, if you haven't gone through my business plan series, the five part plus the bonus six part series that uh, you really should. And, and, and I had a new person come through this week that just got started with it, uh, Mary. So thank you so much, Mary, for, uh, for doing that. And I'm excited to be part of your journey on your business plan there. And uh, Todd, yes, uh, beard growing is uh, definitely, I'm trying to decide, you know, I still, I just really can't uh, figure it out. I normally just have a, a goatee, but uh, through the holiday season with all the work that I was doing and, and uh, how busy I was, I kind of just got lazy. So, um, and then when it came time to go, okay, the new year's here, I should shave it. I'm like, ah, it's okay. So we'll see. I got through the itchy part. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Teresa, thank you. Yes. Uh, fortunately it's just a two mile drive home here. So, uh, uh, I'm going to, uh, make that journey here shortly, but, uh, one last thing, if anybody wants to reach out to me, has any questions about anything, Dan, the SEO, we talked about marketing, anything, Here's my email address. Uh, hit me up anytime, Aaron at MontcoConsulting.com. And uh, I am looking forward to next week. I haven't quite got next week fully planned out, but uh, it will be something good. So if there's something you guys want to hear about, email me and, and uh, we'll see if we can either find somebody or, or if it's uh, something that I've got enough knowledge on to bring you some good information in 30 minutes. So, all right, everybody, have a fantastic rest of your Saturday. For those of you in the St. Louis area, build some snowmen and send me some pictures. Talk to you soon. 
Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash erinmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at erin at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.